Welcome back to Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon colon pity the first time listener. It's the daily podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate the Virgin America safety video in one minute at a time. I'm Matt Gorley from Pistol Shrimps Radio presents the Virgin America Safety Video Minute brought to you by Mac Weldon colon pity the first time listener. And I'm Mark McConville from a weird web commercial I did for an internet safety thing where I pretended to be a stand-up comic talking about how you need to protect your password. And I'm Alex Robinson from StarWarsMinute.com. And I'm Pete the Retailer, and I was uh, once in a short segment on uh, MTV's Alternative Nation. (laughs) Well, look, we can't tell you, A, how glad we are to have Pete and Alex on, but B, how necessary it is to pay our respects to these, the godfathers of the minute format. Yes, we're thrilled to have you guys uh, take a look at this mind-bending airline safety video with us today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, didn't know what, I didn't know what we were getting into until you sent me this uh, clip, and I'm like, whoa, this is like a future. This is like the future. It's yeah. amazing. And, and we should say that when we approached you guys on the day of your daughter's wedding, if we could do <laughs> this, not only did you fully support, but before we even said anything more, Pete had sent us the video chopped up neatly into minute segments. I mean, you just really make the podcaster feel welcome in your format. Well, every video Pete has is chopped up into minutes. So it's, <laughs> yeah, the way he watches everything. It's a bug on my home computer. So I, I figured I might as well share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, before we dive into the meat of the matter, we should mention that this entire series, all these five episodes are brought to us by our brothers and sisters at MacWeldon.com, where you can get quality underwear, socks, sweats, uh, Here's some things that Mac Weldon doesn't do. Candy, food, uh, transportation. Already, though, I'm thinking how you could dip some underwear in syrup and just give it the candy treatment. How'd you get into my house? Hi. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, the point is, go to MacWeldon.com, use promo code MINUTE, and support stupid, senseless, useless things like this the way Mac Weldon is intending to do themselves. Yeah, please support the show by going to Mac Weldon's website and getting yourself some underslaps. All right, Pete, Alex, do you have anything you want to say? Do you ever reflect back on being the creators of this format and the lives that it spawned? I mean, you guys are really Moses who's given birth to all the children of Eden. How does that work? <laughs> uh, I. I think I think of it more like we're kind of like, uh, I don't know, Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein was the doctor, right? Yeah. Right. Or what's the guy in, in Bride of Frankenstein who makes all the little tiny people in the jars? Oh. We're like that guy. Huh. I don't know. Maybe we have to do some sort of Frankenstein minute. Figure this out. Mm. Doctor, Wait, like I in jars. Covering Frankenstein or like a Frankenstein minute where it's just like one minute of some movie, then the next minute of some other movie all <laughs> patched together. Oh, that would be the most frustrating listen. (laughs) Different hosts every episode. (laughs) Right. Well, minute three begins with our little Asian friend happy in her oxygen mask and ends with a flight attendant, Cordelia, creeping behind a post. (laughs) I'd like to fire the opening salvo here uh, with this oxygen mask business. You know, you know, uh, on a, some poli- pizza delivery boxes, there's the chef giving you the okay sign. Yeah, he looks mm, yeah. like he's cameoing on the oxygen bag. 
there's a man wearing a mask and he looks that I, I've never seen an oxygen mask bag before. Is there a picture of a man on it or is it stylized for this video? He's an oxygen chef. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's that sweet, sweet pizza air. <laughs> oh, I'd take that. Yeah. If there's pizza air in an oxygen mask, I'm willing to go through a plane crash. <laughs> pizza air just reminds me of the video game Space Ace because I used to play it at Stuffed Pizza in Westwood Ear. Would you spell stuffed for me? S T U F T. <laughs> is that part of their jingle? Yeah. Yeah. It should One be. Z. Wow. <laughs> P I Z. They're not legally allowed to call it pizza, so they have to right. kind of, you know, it's like Fruit Loops. <laughs> pizza. Wait, they're not allowed to call Fruit Loops pizza? <laughs> <laughs> well, right away, we open up after our little friend in the oxygen mask. We go into kind of a, as you described it in an email, Pete, a robot rap. They even call it that by name, but it's really sort of like the Matrix guys meets Daft Punk. Yeah. Yeah, this is totally the heart of the minute here. This, uh, the, the, I did think they were kind of Agent Smithy. They were like a several, a handful of Agents Smith, but, uh, turns out they say that they're robots and you can hear kind of some robot sound effects going on in the background. So I think it's meant to, it meant to clearly hit home that they're robots, but that led me to the question, what, what does a robot need with a life vest? And what is a robot? How did a robot get through security? Hmm. That's a, hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. These also don't look like friendly robots. No. Well, in my well, ongoing maybe... quest to, to strive for airline structure clarity, I want to know where this is on the airline because there's five seats in the row. And they're staggered. In a, aren't they? Like in a, yeah, in a, they're, they're sort yeah. of in like a, like a, like a, an, a, an angle. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, this is a little we, embarrassing. I guess you guys have never flown deluxe class, so you don't know that this is kind of what it looks like. That leg room, man. I've never flown right. robot class. This is the first mention of first class in the video. Is it? Yeah, because he says, mm. you know, you, you reach under your seat for your life vest, but in in first class, it's inside your armrest. Now, see, I would like to think that first class gets a different video. It's like a Gilbert and Sullivan or Rogers and Hammerstein <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, it's a live, it's a live uh, Gilbert <laughs> right. Sullivan thing. <laughs> they come out and they actually do this for you. <laughs> the whole thing. Who do you think, like, how did they decide who got what positions in this robot lineup? Because there's clearly the guy in front, well, and then there's the guy that gets the, the blow into the tube feature, and then there's the guy in the far left that's got serious Kim Jong-un hair. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if the, like... If the if they knew beforehand which guy wasn't going to inflate, or if it was like a firing squad or something, they're just like one of you guys might not inflate. We'll see. And then the, like they were all trained to be like, is it going to be me? <laughs> oh, I w- hope they took that precaution just to like save people's feelings. Uh, <laughs> I want to put you guys on the spot a little bit, and if you would, uh, could you sort of go over the casting notice for the five robot rappers? Maybe the rehearsal demands and what they're looking for. Because I always think someone had to read a casting notice and find these guys that could do the robot rap segment. So what well, do you think some of the casting requirements were? I uh, I don't want to kill the bit, but I did some research on these oh guys. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. This is why you got to listen to Star Wars Minute. Because he, <laughs> anything will come up and they will pull 
actual data out on this stuff. See, you just ask and you shall receive. This is amazing. They're, they all seem to be somewhat connected. Like a lot of the people in the video came from like reality shows and especially like dance shows. Like mm-hmm. I think most of them were on either uh, either they were on So You Think You Can Dance or they were in one of the Step Up movies. Oh, my God. See, we should have been doing this work. Thank God you're on the show. <laughs> so I'll go here. I'll go left to right. Here are the here are the here are the robots. Uh, the first one is Mike Song, who's in a dance crew called Kaba Modern, who's apparently they were on some dance crew show. I don't a know. A dancer named Song. That's weird. A dancer. Yeah. Oh, and you would and think his. Yeah. His crew would be song and dance or something like that or dance and song. But um, he probably got that a lot growing up and now he hates yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, then number two in there, the kind of darker haired, uh, Caucasian guy is, uh, Christopher Scott, who's the co-choreographer of this whole thing. <gasps> we were wondering he, if one of these guys was the choreographer or gals. I yeah. Had, I had big money on the nun being the choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait. The nun is from something else. Okay. I think she's an Olympian or something. What? An Olympian yeah, nun? I, I saw it in, in... Another note somewhere they were talking about that. I was like, she's not in my minute, so I'm not going to research that. But I think. Where are you getting all this information? <laughs> I have my sources. I go to the shoe shine booth and I pay off a guy. And... <laughs> a gentleman never reveals his sources. <laughs> uh, Christopher Scott, by the way, if you go like find his Twitter and the header image on his Twitter is this scene is the, the robots in the in the chairs. Oh, it's wow. pretty awesome. God, this is incredible. <laughs> uh the guy in the middle, the kind of, you know, the, the beefier white guy is uh, Chad Smith with two D's. Chad. He's literally a Smith, like Agent Smith. Yeah. Oh, wow. there you go. See? And Maybe it is all. Scott and a guy named Sung. These are, these are robot names that are trying to seem human, but we know they're not. Yeah. <laughs> right. They've been but, programmed yeah. to dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chad Smith, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer. This this other Chad Smith is is apparently one of the country's premier robot dancers. Like <laughs> he's the go-to guy for robot dancing. Like that's how he made his name. I didn't see anything so amazing in there that would tell me that. He did do the sort of like staggered like body drop move that you see a lot with He probably pioneered something like that where you're standing tall and then you shrink into your hips a little bit with a turn. Yeah. And I didn't mean to disparage Chad, I apologize. I couldn't. Chad did it. I take it all back. I think he, he created that move, and you le- he's the only one legally who can do it. He like owns the <laughs> right. copyright on them. It's like, well, I guess we got to get Chad in here if we want the drop and roll. <laughs> and he had to it license didn't... it to Virgin America. It's an interesting, <laughs> yeah. it, uh, like, robo, uh, America's premier robo dancer is a real curious thing to slap on your shingle. Because I just can't imagine <laughs> him at 65 still doing it someone's gonna take the crown yeah but he'll right. be the only like 65 year old with that level of robot skills he'll have you know 30 40 years of experience under his belt under yeah. his robo belt that's not nothing and i'm sure he'll do you know he'll open a robot dance academy and he'll have you know these protégés that have uh, you know they'll be like well i'm from the chad smith school of robot dancing <laughs> that's a movie i want to see robot dance academy <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll do the Robo Dance Academy Minute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, who's next? Uh, the next guy, continuing the theme that these might actually be robots, uh, the guy, Mr. Life Vest, doesn't inflate himself. Um, yes. That's, 
Cyrus Glitch Spencer. What? His his nickname is Glitch. He, yes. These are real robots. Yeah. He has I a will glitch. He literally has a glitch. Oh, in he his has life a glitch. Yeah. yeah, he was the one with the glitch. Oh, this makes so much sense. I will come out of the closet and say I recognized him from having watched So You Think You Can Dance. I was I like, know. oh, my God, that's Cyrus. Whoa. So uh, there you go. There I recognize go. the name. Now that you say the name, I remember being sent a video of, like, you got to check out this guy glitch now that you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's pretty. He's much better than this video uh, would make you think. Yeah, I feel like none you, of them really got to shine. You feel like he's like a late ad. Like late in the game, they were like, hey, Glitch is available. Let's bring him in today. <laughs> you talked to the right. Glitch? Yeah, man. <laughs> I met him down under Gunderson's Bridge. No one's talked to the Glitch <laughs> and survived. Well, you got to go face to face with him, man. Okay, bring him in. <laughs> I guess they don't want to distract. They don't want to have these guys doing too crazy moves because then like everyone on the plane would just be what, you know, would be standing up in the aisles and applauding and gasping right. and not paying attention to the how to inflate their life raft. Well, you should have seen last minute when a little Asian girl blew the walls off the plane and did a pretty sensual body roll. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yeah, check it out. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm glad or, or disappointed that we got robots. I think the robots are, are more my speed. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And who's I'm a sci-fi guy. guy. <laughs> uh, the last one is uh, Justin Vallis, Ballet, V-A-L-L-E-S, Ballet, uh, whose nickname is Jet Lee for some reason. What? Okay. Well, you know what? My nickname is John Malkovich. <laughs> You're uh, Matt John Malkovich Gorley, and it's going to be really confusing. Uh, yeah, he had a he had a dance crew called Poriotics, which is another one of those. I think they were on a hit dance crew. They won a dance crew show or something like that. Poriotics. P o r e o t i c s. Poriotics. That sounds I like am. something that you it would be a clear sale ad or something. This has got poriotics. Poriotics? I don't know what to... I'm, I'm confounded by that name. That is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's useless. Uh, well, he's he's no longer with it. He founded Poriotics, co-founded it with his... Like, all the other guys have weird nicknames, too. It seems like they were not that great. They just, like, picked things that they liked, and they made that their nickname. Uh and but so uh, he's he's no longer with them, and I'm not sure what he's doing now. But oh, he left John his. John Fogerdeed. Yeah. So, those are those are the dancing robots. Man, that's impressive. That's Ooh. more than I ever thought I'd know about those. Guys. We would have made up five <laughs> stupid names for those guys. Instead, you gave us their five real stupid names. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I see that's that's oh. why I was afraid to be on the show because I don't want to be like you know I I love hearing your stupid names for stuff. <laughs> That's that's the meat of this. That's what I that's what I come here for. Yours did but, not uh, disappoint though, and, and I really don't think your names are stupid. If somehow you catch wind of this, because I'm sure you're subscribing. Uh, so all right. sorry. You know, all now, these guys are on Twitter, so we could have them. And we figure they got to get a Google oh, news alert that someone is doing a podcast the about fact their that that was show. Mentioned some listener will now at them, and now I feel bad. <laughs> don't at them, please. Chad Glitch, Mr. Song Pentatonics, Jelly. Lee. We love you, and we were, we we're just joshing because we couldn't do what you do, and we wish we could do what you do. In fact, I'm so not a dancer that I watched the robot, the Robo Rap segment here, and I thought to myself, 
is this a day of rehearsal for these guys? Do they show up at eight, work it out, and by eleven thirty they are wrapped and on the way home? Or is this a full day of rehearsal, then a costume fitting, and then yeah, a, a dress rehearsal? I think so. You think I, there's more to it? Because I think whoever they hired as a director demanded that kind of prestige. Also, I believe there's some kind of camp that they all went to, like the Saving Private Ryan soldiers went to, where they had to bond and become like... Mm. They went to like Agent Smith camp and had to just <laughs> do... 50 days in a circuit room, a white <laughs> void. and They locked them in the server room at, uh, <laughs> at Virgin America offices. Uh, am I nuts or did I, uh, does, does Chad Smith not rap along with it until the very end? Hmm. I think he says the robot hmm. rap is over. He like lip syncs yeah. that, but nothing else. Yeah, maybe, yeah. So maybe he was just. There, do you think there's another take where he's lip syncing the whole thing? Oh boy! How much? Yeah, badly. I, I he just kept screwing it up. So they're like, just, just do the part where it's over. Yeah. And now I'm questioning. They couldn't, they couldn't afford was, to have him do the whole thing. Maybe he was lip syncing the whole time, and I just didn't notice. We only mm. watched it once. <laughs> <laughs> were they? Maybe it was, you know, he's going deep into it. He was like, well, robot, you know, if I was a robot, I wouldn't really need to move my lips. I could just project the, you know, well, the sound right out of my body somewhere. Like, they were like, can you just lip sync? He's like, no, it's not in the character. Like, <laughs> he got really deep into it. We have already discussed that there is evidence that this is a highly method production. <laughs> well, anything yeah, else think- on our robot boys? Um, Robo boys. Robo boys. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. I, I, I like them. I'm glad we got that part. Yeah, I hope they bring them back at the end. Oh, I think there's in there like sort of a curtain call at the end. I mean, we're going to find out in minute five, obviously. Mm. Yeah, I hope right. everybody's story gets resolved. <laughs> I want to see how this thing pays off, this whole uh, life vest not inflating thing. Right. I wonder if Glitch makes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we move on to... What I think might be my favorite part of the actual song song, not the video. I find oh. it to be sultry, melodic. I think that our flight attendant, who I believe is Cordelia, uh, as we pre-named her, right. is, <laughs> is very s- sexy. I find her attractive. And, sexy uh, with three S's at the beginning. That's right, and I find her even more attractive when she arm twirls a biker out of his seat while singing the words plan of attack and I have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah, why why is that guy get I'm not sure if he gets kicked off or he's just getting I harassed. I think she's ejecting him from the plane. Yeah, is that their way of putting an unsavory character in there who's not like a typical terrorist but biker still is not insult you can Look, still openly insult bikers as bad guys or what what is that guys i think we can all agree big j okerson is not allowed on flights <laughs> wait uh, the other guy there is totally unconcerned un- un- concerned and unimpressed by all the dancing that's going around him he just looks kind of like yeah like he's been on this plane 30 times already and has seen this like a multiple times where he doesn't even pay attention anymore. I guess I wouldn't be that concerned if the stewardess can handle business like that. <laughs> Here's like more. Every flight, she kicks somebody off randomly. He's there's like, more, yeah, there uh, it goes again. There's more seating configuration shit here, too, because two guys are facing each other. 
Oh. And two guys are back to back too. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, there's two guys whose 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 seats are configured completely wrong. Hmm. Well, it's you can do strange. that in deluxe class. You can sit back to back if you want to. You can do you know, you can sit on each other's laps. They don't they don't uh, they don't hassle you. Well, except except unless you're a biker, of course. How did that biker? <laughs> and I don't mean to generalize, but honestly, how did that biker get in deluxe class? Mm, fly frequent flyer miles. He cashed them all in. <laughs> Why are we calling it deluxe class? That's just what they called it. I don't Is that know. what they called it? Little Pete and Alex. <laughs> if you guys had flown deluxe class, you'd know. Yeah. I, first class I've heard of and business class I've heard of. I don't feel like Virgin does a lot of business travel. That's something that we haven't really. Because if you fly United, it's very much like, all right, Mr. Businessman, we have a place for your laptop. And you can get a lot of spreadsheets done. But Virgin is just like, who wants to fuck on this plane? <laughs> I do. No I'm the nun. <laughs> and then, uh, lo and behold, guess who's back? It's Steve. Steve is the uh, initial flight attendant from the first minute. I don't know if you guys saw him, but oh. very, um, I don't know. It's good to see a familiar face, I yeah, guess. I feel like he's the through line of this whole thing. Is this Act Two for Steve, or did he? I think so. Well, I have which one is Steve? Is Steve the one Cordelia is dancing with? Yes, and he gives a deep, long, lustful look into the camera when he when he meets her body to body to start dancing. He just looks mm-hmm. right in the camera like you wish you were dancing with her, don't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I took that as kind of a uh, you know like a, we we've come across this in Star Wars a bunch that when a character or actor that you know gets revealed, they have a little moment of like, look at the camera almost, you know, like when Obi-Wan Kenobi takes his hood off and looks at the camera or, yeah, they're you know, when everybody, yeah, everybody gets kind of, you know, in those sequels and anybody makes their debut. So they always get a minute of like, look at the camera. So everybody can be like, woo. So I figured this is Steve's, uh, woo yeah. minute. <laughs> it does feel like there could be a studio audience watching this. thing. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, how do you guys feel about the song in general? Do you like the song? I mean, take the video out of it. How do you feel? Well, I did play it for my coworkers earlier. And? So it, it got stuck in my head enough that I was like, have you guys heard the Virgin America safety video song? And they're just like, what? <laughs> but uh, one of them went home for the day while it was playing. So I don't know if that's the desired effect. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe he was just going home to make sure everything was safe. It moved him so deeply. <laughs> but when he left, did he go out the emergency exit or did he go out the regular exit? <laughs> well, luckily, we have two exits in the front and two in the back. So. <laughs> he went down that raft from the 19th floor all the way down to the... Uh, this this brings slide. up sort of just like a, an airline logistic question for me, too. The segment about, you know, there's t- four slides over the wing and one in the, the two in the front, whatever. It seemed to me when I flew as a kid, every plane was different. And every single plane, it was like, in the event of a water landing, everyone needs to head to the middle of the plane. If you're in seats 13, rows 13 through 35, uh, you go here. And if there was a, just a huge convoluted thing, which then leads, it now leads me to believe Virgin has all the same planes. Like they made one video and the plane, they're saying definitively, these planes have slides over the wing and one in the front. Is that... I don't know uh, how when airlines I wrote, work. When I rode American <laughs> Airlines, um, I, I'm, I'm an American guy because I love this country. And um, 
I noticed in their flight video, and I'm, well, I'm guessing a they do this. And I fly Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that when they would, when she would, she, they have a similar kind of gimmicky thing where she's like, you know, they try to make it cutesy and everything. And she holds up the map of the plane and it, depending on what plane you're on, it's different. Like they, oh. they kind of superimpose whatever graphic they need depending on the plane you're on. So, wow. Uh, it's like the lottery guy where they like, he holds it over his mouth and then they exactly say, $10 like million. Dollars. Like, yes, yeah. exactly. Like that. Yeah. Like when mm. Bugs Bunny gives out an Academy Award. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They just cut away from his. No, mouth. they put the envelope over his mouth, so then then they voice it live. When's the last time Bugs Bunny gave out an Academy Award? <laughs> he does his technical for awards best a lot this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm I'm a I'm a JetBlue loyalist myself, so I'm trying to remember what they do. Uh, they have mainly one type of plane, but then they they've been introducing another one. So they have basically two different main styles of plane like, I, I guess i'm just a stupid idiot who just thinks planes are planes are planes there's probably hundreds of different kinds of planes and who knows what's in i don't think there fleet. are that many commercial planes you got your dc-10 you got your 747 you got your 757 you got your dc cab you got your piper mm. cup you got your piper paraboo you got your piper adult yeah you got, got your, your piper's pit <laughs> you got your concord airport 78 Oh, I heard mm. they're bringing supersonic jets back for commercial travel. Ooh. But just one just... time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to break the sound barrier and never come back. Isn't it weird, though, that the Concorde kind of looked like a laying down KKK guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, now I get, well, now it's the right atmosphere for that, I guess, to bring that back. <laughs> well, guys, um, is there anything else you have for this minute? Yeah, what'd we miss? Hmm. Um, I think that's it. We said firing squad, assaulting the biker, glitch. <laughs> well, we like to end every episode of um, Pistol Shrimps Radio Presents Virgin America Safety Video Minute, brought to you by Mac Weldon Cullen, pity the first-time listener, by asking our guests what their Virgin America Safety Video number is. How many times have you seen it? <laughs> Uh, one fifth. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I watched it two or three times today. So just to prep for this, I'll go, uh, two or three. I'll go three. I'll go three. I'll go pie. I'll go 2.3.14. Okay. That's good enough. And tell us where, uh, we can find you and what you've got coming down the pipe. Well, uh, Pete and I, uh, our normal job is to co-host the Star Wars Minute, where we do kind of like what you're doing here, but we talk about Star Wars all the time. So we we go through each movie. We have gone through the original trilogy. We're now neck deep in Attack of the Clones. And so uh, if you like Star Wars, (laughs) oh, boy. (laughs) Let's just say I'm ready to jump out that emergency exit any minute if we (laughs) get a chance. Uh, Pete? Uh, same deal. That's, that's uh, my main project right now is, uh, Star Wars Minute. And, uh, I'm also at Pete the Retailer on Twitter and Pete the Retailer.com. But mostly that just leads back to stuff about Star Wars Minute right now. So, uh, Pete, Alex, I do have one final question before you go. Um, mm-hmm. Matt is trying to get me to do the Young Pope Minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, 
I have zero interest in the HBO series The Young Pope. I don't want to watch it. It does not intrigue me in any way. Uh, what are some of the things, maybe some of the downsides of looking at a, a large piece of film or television? We're talking six hours here. So it's going to be 300 and, 360 episodes, Matt, roughly. Mm, there you go. That you seems, should do cool. One that a day, seems, every day, nonstop, just like seven days a week. Just do one. It'll take a year and you'll be done. That, so your advice is just power through it? <laughs> yes. It seems like there's a giant downside because you guys love Star Wars. I don't have any interest in The Young Pope. Don't you well, think plus you I imagine The Young Pope. <laughs> Sorry, the Young Alex. Pope probably has a lot of The Young Pope probably has a lot of like kind of dull tension building scenes. Those are the worst ones in the, in the, you want a lot of action in your minute movies. Cause you get a lot of different stuff to talk about. You know, if you have like a five minute stretch where it's just two people talking in a room, it can be, you really have to vamp a lot. So, and I imagine that young Pope thing, unless there's a big scene where he breaks into a, uh, you know, birth control clinic or something to, to, to shut it down. <laughs> I imagine it's being pretty talky. There is a scene where he breaks out of a mountain of just birthed babies. Wow, that's the opening titles. Now I am intrigued. <laughs> pie in the sky. Also- pie in the sky. What would you put? A, a, like, if you were going to get paid to do something like that, what what's a decent amount of money for that? For young Pope, yeah. Or or our the young Pope within each of us, the the thing that we have no real interest in <laughs> to do to do the young Pope minute, front mm-hmm. to back, start to finish. Would mm. would was there a proper amount of compensation in your opinion? I'm afraid to answer because then you might be like, "All right, you're now contractually obligated to do it." So <laughs> no, I'm going to say one million dollars per minute. No. One million dollars oh, per, per minute. Million. No, this, I need real <laughs> answers for this. <laughs> um, let's see. It would have to uh, more than what's minimum wage, and then break it down into uh, hours spent. This is, I don't a, know. this is a wide I'm gamut not, of prices. A million yeah. a minute plus or just minimum wage. <laughs> or minimum wage. wage. All right. Well, I guess split the difference. $500,000. There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, we're no closer, but we have resolved to decide this and have it contractually inked by the end of episode five. I don't know that I now. agree to that. Well, <laughs> Pete and Alex, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show with us, especially since you guys are the whole reason this exists in the first place. Well, that, don't put that at our feet. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Safe we'll, travels. Yeah, and we'll see you next time on Pistol Shrimps Radio presents Virgin America Safety Video Minute, brought to you by Mac Welded colon the colon pity, pity the first, the first time, time listener. listener.